Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdMail. On today's episode, got two questions from social media and one from a client. Um, so really exciting. One's going to be focused on Bitcoin and the other two um, are going to be IRA related. So I hope you enjoy these. I thought were three of the best questions I got from the week. I actually got probably close to 20 questions from various sources. Again, if you have questions and you want to try to challenge me, go for it. I like challenges. So you can send them to info at irafinancial.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, where we get most of our questions, LinkedIn, anywhere you can find us. I will be happy to answer your questions. And if I think they are good enough and you make the cut, I will also include them on a future episode of Ad Mail. So good luck. Try to uh, challenge me. Uh, I look forward to the challenge. Nothing makes me happier. Guess I'm kind of a, a tax geek where I get a really good question and I don't know the answer. And guess what? There are questions that I don't know. So that makes me a better educator. And there's nothing more I like going to research questions, talk to colleagues about it, read IRS um, rulings, tax code, case law whatever it may be, just to try to get you the right answer. So that's what I'm all about. This is what my passion is. No fee. You can be a client. You don't have to be a client. You think it's a dumb question. I'll tell you what, the first thing they teach you in law school, is there's no dumb questions. So if you have a question on your mind, bring it on. Uh, trump me if you can. I'm here. Um, try to challenge me. So let's get to the first question from Chris T of Knoxville, Tennessee. Chris is a client. He wants to know, if I have Bitcoin with another IRA custodian, can I move it to your platform with Gemini to lower my annual fees? So the answer is yes. All you need to do is pretty, it's pretty simple. If you have an IRA with us or you don't, you can open an IRA through our app. We will send you a link so you can get onboarded on Gemini. Once your Gemini account is open, it will be linked to your IRA financial account. So this way you can buy Bitcoin in the name of your IRA. If you have Bitcoin or Ethereum or, or other cryptos that Gemini's platform handles, then you will just need to send it from the custodian is currently held at to your new Gemini account. That's it. Pretty simple. We do it all the time. Um, and since the IRA owns a Gemini account, uh, it will be deemed a direct rollover and uh, we can handle all the paperwork for you. So super easy to do, Chris. All you need to do is go to our website or check us out on the App Store, uh, search for IRA Financial, which you know is a client, and you could download the app. It's flat 300 bucks for our uh, platform for cryptos or real estate, whatever you want to do. It's flat 300, no asset valuation fees, no transaction fees, no asset purchase fees. We don't nickel and dime you and no hidden fees. The only other fees you'll pay are just wire check fees, which we have to incur uh, through Capital One. So we're just passing along that cost. We're not making any money on, on those fees, uh, of course. So um, you can do it um, through Gemini, which is a great platform and we're here to help Chris. So just let us know. 
Next question comes from Twitter. I haven't got a lot of questions from Twitter. I, I expect more. So hopefully you guys hit us up at, uh, on Twitter um, and, and shoot us some questions. So this question is, can I make contributions to a SEP IRA and a solo 401k at the same time? So great question. I, I think I've done a video on this. I'm not sure. I, I know I've done a, a podcast, uh, excuse me, a blog on this. I will do a video on this because it's a great question because it's actually one of the quirkiest rules I've ever heard from the IRS. And this is the rule. If you use an IRS form 5305, which is basically the IRS SEP IRA form, which every custodian, including IRA Financial Trust, and I know of uses, it's a default account form. Okay, why would you make your own up if the IRS gives you one? And you can check it out, Google IRS form 5305. You can read it for yourself. You basically plug in all your, your business and, and, and info and it creates a SEP. So the rule is this. If you use the 5305 form, you cannot contribute to a solo K and a SEP in the same year. And the reason for this is, I guess, that the solo K and the SEP do the same thing, right? The SEP IRA has a profit sharing component. The solo 401k has a profit sharing component. The only thing the SEP IRA doesn't have, actually, there's a lot it doesn't have, is the employee deferral, the loan feature, the Roth options, but it both has the profit sharing. So I guess the IRS felt that, hey, why do you need to do a SEP if you do have a solo? Well, actually, there was a reason. Prior to the SECURE Act of December 2019, you were able to set up a SEP IRA in, let's say, 2020 for the 2019 tax year, whereas the solo K had to be set up in the year where the contribution was to be made. Well, the SECURE Act changed that, and now you can actually set up a solo K in 21 for the 2020 taxable year. So there's really no reason to do a SEP IRA. I guess if you make a million dollars and you max out and you're under 50, Okay, uh, but there's no catch-up contribution if you're over 50, and there's no Roth, there's no loan feature. So there, the advantages fall on the side of the solo K. But again, I still haven't found a reason. I've, I've spoke to the IRS about this. I can't get an answer why the heck the solution is if you don't use a form 5305, meaning you just create your own form, you basically copy and paste it and change some words, and you don't use the number 5305, then guess what? You can have a SEP IRA and a solo K in the same year and make contributions to both. Again, mindless. It makes no sense. I have no idea. This is one of the, the quirkiest, most peculiar rules I've ever come across when it comes to retirement accounts. Um, but here it is. You, if you use the IRS form 5305, which again, most custodians do, whether it's Fidelity or IRA Financial, you can have a SEP or a solo in the same year, but if you create your own form or the custodian has its own form that's not 5305, then guess what? You can have a SEP IRA and a solo in the same year. Although I think it's kind of a moot point because you don't really need a SEP IRA. You might as well just have a solo because you can do you can do profit sharing, employee deferrals, everything you can do in a SEP, you can do in a solo. Um, the one other reason to do a SEP is they have a, uh, a rule for um, eligibility Whereas a solo 401k eligibility rule is 1,000 hours or two consecutive years of 500 hours, okay? Whereas a SEP IRA is a little bit different. It has kind of a peculiar year, a peculiar, excuse me, uh, requirement where um, you, you look at, you basically have to be over 21 and you have to have worked for the employer in the last three out of five years. So it's a three out of five rule. 
So the solo K doesn't have that. The solo K has the thousand hours of two consecutive years of 500 and the SEP IRA has the three of the last five. So if you're a new business, you're just open, you basically have three years to set up a SEP and not offer benefits. So again, that's one other reason, but unless you have your own form 5305, form not called 5305, um, really haven't seen many of those, um, then you're stuck with the 5305 because that's what most of the custodians use and you, you can't do a SEP and a solo. So thank you whoever asked that on Twitter. It's a great question. I'm gonna do a, a video on that. A very, very, very peculiar rule. And the last question of the week is from Facebook. Um, so thank you um, to the individual who sent in this question. And I don't have the name and come to me, but can I use my self-directed IRA to bet on sports through an online gaming site? So I guess this is apropos. We just kind of had the Super Bowl a few weeks ago. The answer is yes. Believe it or not, betting's legal. Um, as long as you're doing it in a legal fashion, um, technically you can do it. It's not collectibles, it's not insurance, and it's not self-dealing. Now, is it the best way to invest your retirement money? Uh, maybe not. Again, that's not my call. It's your money. And that's my philosophy. Um, I, I, it bothers me when the IRS or the Department of Labor or the SEC thinks that individuals aren't smart enough to invest their own money. Uh, bothers me to no end. Basically, some investments only accredited investors can make, which basically means you have a certain net worth, um, which is ridiculous. I think if someone wants to make an investment, if they make $30,000 a year, they're, why are they less smart than someone that makes a million? Yes, they have less capacity to lose the money, but it's their money. It's not the government's money. So I, I do have an, a big issue with that. And that's why I love the self-directed world because it empowers people to do what they want. Now, yeah, you could lose if you bet on the Chiefs. You probably lost your money and I hope you didn't. But um, it's your money. It's not mine. It's your money and you have every right to invest it any way you want. Now, I probably wouldn't do gambling, but is gambling any different than Bitcoin? Is it any different than GameStop or AMC or some of the, the shenanigans that's been going on in the stock market? I don't know. Um, it, you know, I'm not a big gambler, but the answer is yes. You technically can do it on a legal game site. I wouldn't like put a bunch of money in, in, and go to Vegas. It's probably better if it's online. Is and you got to open it in the name of, and that's going to be the trick, right? You got to open it in the name of the LLC. You can't open it in your personal name. So I'm not sure some of these game sites will let you open accounts in an entity. I don't know. I, I haven't really frequented them, but if if anyone knows, you can comment. Um, but if you're able to open it in the name of an LLC, I doubt they're going to let you open it in the name of the IRA. Um, but if they do, then yeah, use an LLC or a 401k. Don't open it in your own name. That That's the issue. Now, I've had some clients say, okay, well, I'm going to send the money to my brother and my brother's going to bet it. Okay, I mean, I guess technically your brother's not a disqualified person, but just keep a paper trail so you have all the records. So if you do get audited, you can prove the IRS that you didn't take the money and have a crazy weekend with your buddies in Vegas. So um, again, I, I probably wouldn't be taking my retirement money and, and betting on stuff, um, but hey, it's your money. It's not mine. I, all I can do is tell you what the rules are. And as far as I know, there are gambling does not violate, as long as it's legal, gambling does not violate 4975 or 408, meaning it's not life insurance, not collectibles, and it's not self-dealing. So um, again, it's, it's legal online it's legal in most states um so just be careful but it's a good question it's interesting uh, i think i actually did a podcast on this like a couple of years ago when online gaming started to uh, become more popular uh, but 
uh, it's interesting. Uh, who knows where things will go? Uh, gambling's definitely, you know, in our blood as Americans. It's certainly more prevalent now with online um, sports betting uh, facilities, which makes it a lot easier to gamble. So, and with more and more states legalizing it, I'm sure it's going to become more mainstream. But obviously, just be super careful because um, I think it is riskier than than buying Apple or Bitcoin, which has underlying value, uh, underlying assets, um, and it doesn't just win or lose, right? You can buy Apple, it may drop 10%, 50%, but it's not all or nothing. Same with Bitcoin or, or some other assets. So just be super careful because you obviously can lose uh, your money quite, quite quickly. So there you have it. Those are three, I think, three of the best questions I got. Um, like I said, keep the questions coming. Try to challenge me if you can. I look forward to it. Um, Want to just thank everyone for listening. Thanks again for watching if you do on YouTube. Thanks for subscribing. Um, give it a like if you, if, if you can. I really appreciate it. And uh, just please stay safe, stay healthy. And I uh, look forward to talking to everyone again uh, next week. Take care. Thank you.